Hey, everyone. So I am going to read another email. It's long. I'm changing the names. And I'm reading it because I think that many of you are going to relate to it. And I didn't want it to just go out into the ether. I wanted people to feel, I don't know, normal <laughs> and understand that this is what we're, this is what so many young women are feeling today in our culture. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna start. And then at the end, I'll make a few comments. Hi, Suzanne. Oh, I should preface this by saying this is a client of mine who, after working with me for a while, you know, a lot of things are coming to her mind and she's feeling free to get them out. So she decided to put this in an email, which was great. Hi, Suzanne. In our first session together, you told me that it was going to take some time to get it. Well, I'm sure I still don't have the full picture, but I did have an aha moment today while listening to one of your podcast episodes that I wanted to share. It was bonus it was a bonus follow-up to episode 157 entitled American parents have groomed their children to fail at love. This is what you said that stood out to me. Quote, they can't possibly measure up to their parents' expectations for them to produce in the marketplace in some fantastic fashion that sets them apart from the average person because it's not considered good enough to lead a simple everyday life for this generation of women. The assumption is that they are, sorry, the assumption is that they are their accomplishments, that without achieving some great success in the way we choose to define it today, which is always via money and power rather than the relationships we build at home, which is another form of success, that they're worthless, end quote. This pretty much sums up my life and the struggles I've faced over the past 15 years or so. I went off to college, prioritizing career over marriage and family. I knew that I wanted a family. I just didn't want to be only a stay-at-home mom like all of the other moms that I knew. Obviously, my religious upbringing trumped my feminist delusions, but I believed I was special. I shouldn't say obviously, though, because there's a lot of people um, who actually still adopt the feminist mindset despite being in religious communities. So I'm just throwing that out there. For those who are listening, I might have had a different experience. But I believed I was special and had grand plans for myself. Miss America, Broadway, it was going to be a glamorous and extraordinary life. And I believed these things were my purpose in life, that God had a plan for me and that it was my job to work hard to achieve greatness. In Mormonism, I was taught that God helps us when we do our part, or he helps us makes up the, make up the difference after we do all we can do. So I was doing all that I could do. And while my childhood was free from being overscheduled and busy, my teenage years were anything but that. I was busy, overscheduled, always trying to do a million things. But when I started having children, I found something else, a love of the simple life. Yesterday evening, I felt complete peace, contentment, and joy watching my kids play outside. The dog was running around. I was barefoot in the kitchen. <laughs> the window was open. I could hear the kids laughing and feel the cool evening air. I looked outside and it was picture perfect. 
Our backyard has the most amazing trees and they are all starting to change color. The mountains are capped with snow. I went outside to our garden and picked some veggies for dinner. Then the kids came inside and pulled up chairs to the kitchen counter to help peel potatoes and carrots. They are so eager and happy to help. I love it. It makes me so happy and I know deep down that it's what really matters in life. It's moments like these that I started having when my oldest kids were young and I just fell in love with life and motherhood. My kids are amazing. I know every parent thinks that, but mine really are. (laughs) Smiley face. I hear it all the time from their school teachers, church leaders, coaches, etc. I can see that the time and energy I've invested in them has been a worthwhile endeavor. But I still feel like a failure. I thought I was going to conquer the world, and when I got married young, I thought Joe and I were going to do that together. The first time I saw Joe, he walked into church wearing a suit and tie and carrying a briefcase and was carrying a briefcase. He looked sharp, like he took life seriously, and he was going places. At the time, he was playing backup quarterback for the university's football team where we were attending school, and his brother had just been signed to the NFL as a quarterback. It seemed like he was a perfect match for the type of life I was looking for. Obviously, I never achieved my career goals. I never made it to Broadway, never became Miss America. Joe never made it to the NFL or went to Harvard or Stanford like I was hoping. You get the idea. I think Joe and I were both so young that we both hadn't discovered something important about ourselves, that we really liked the simple life. Joe was playing football because of pressure from his parents, not because he loved it, and I was pushing myself due to cultural messaging and because I received lots of encouragement and praise from my performing accomplishments. And just to be clear, I really loved performing. I still do. Although it hasn't been a career for me, my life has been filled with making music. I just sang for a church event a couple of weeks ago, and I got the sweetest text from an older couple that said, Today we heard, tonight we heard one of the most beautiful pieces of music ever. Thank you, thank you. You are the best of the best. It truly brought tears to my eyes. It was beautiful. I talked to them yesterday at church, and the husband had tears in his eyes telling me about what a life-changing moment it was for him. I was touched. And I've had lots of moments like this in my life. I sang at my sister-in-law's funeral, my grandparents' funerals. I sang at a graveside service for a friend whose whose baby died. I've sung my children to sleep for years. I currently help in church every week by doing singing time with all of the children ages 12 and under. I know I've touched others. I've touched lots of people through the years, but because I'm not out there in some fantastic fashion, as you said, that sets me apart from others, I feel like a failure, like I'm living beneath my potential. Like you said so well in your podcast, I feel worthless because I've always defined myself by my accomplishments. Just to be clear, my parents are not disappointed in me at all. My mom and dad gave me singing lessons and wanted me to develop my talent so that I could serve God and serve others. In fact, a few years ago, my mom said to me that she wished they had never given me singing lessons and so many opportunities as a teenager so that I would be happy and content with my life as a wife and mother. I guess all of what I'm trying to say is that I can see so clearly now how much the cultural messaging about success and womanhood slash motherhood has impacted me, even given my traditional upbringing. And I can really see how it has played a big role in my struggles with my marriage. I know it's the root cause of our issues. For years, I've pushed Joe to go to a big school, and I've pushed him to take big jobs. I've pushed him to move to New York, and that 
so that I could pursue a career, and I've been very resentful of his lack of support for my dreams and the life I had envisioned for myself. It's also hard because his older brother, the one who got into the NFL, went on to get a JD MBA from a top 10 school and now works as a lawyer in New York City on Wall Street. His father, his father, his wife was a state winner in the Miss America pageant before they got married, and the two of them are living the life that I would thought I would be living. But it obviously isn't perfect. Joe's brother is consumed by work and by his desire for success, and as a result, we never see or hear from him. But Joe is different. He really cares about people and relationships. He doesn't care about appearances or about being successful. He wants a simple life. And deep down, that's what I want to. It's just so hard to let go of the other stuff. It gets in the way of being happy with Joe, myself, and our life together. I'm not quite sure how to make peace with myself, but all of your podcasts and your book have at least given me a new level of clarity that I can move forward with. So it's a step in the right, in the right direction. Love, Julie. The reason I wanted to read that is because I know for a fact from the people that I talk to and work with and listen to who are pretty much in their 30s and 40s, but this is especially true of those in their 30s, and Julie is in her 30s, that this is a very real struggle. Because we value the wrong things today in this country, money over relationships, success over family. The young women who are coming up today and hitting those 30s and wanting to have a family like any normal woman does, or most women do, they are having to contend with something that many women in previous generations did not because we lived in a time where family came first. And that is incredibly sad and a liability for young women who are trying to do the right thing and focus on what they want, which is to build strong relationships at home and doing the things that they need and really want to do in their hearts and having to fight the society around them that seems to be moving in a different direction. And this is especially true, thank, I mean, not thankfully, this is especially true, unfortunately, because of social media which has just exacerbated this whole screwed up value system all the more because you're constantly being uh, reminded of a different life. And I don't really have an answer for that other than to say to turn it off because I didn't grow up with social media, obviously. And when I was raising my kids, there was no social media. I'm trying to imagine like, what would I do if I, if I did just, just for me, the way I am, and I would have to do that. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't matter what I would do, but for most people, you, you, you almost have to just be so disciplined in turning it off so that you're not bombarded with those, um, visuals. If you want to stay on track and really embrace the simple life. And it's so sad. It makes me so sad. You should be supported by your culture. Um, you just should, I mean, that would be such a different experience, but 
I can't change a should, you know, it isn't right now. Maybe it'll turn around someday, but until then you have to just know that what you're doing, that you have to know to listen to yourself and your heart and your mind and tune out those voices around you, being able to ignore sometimes even your own parents. That wasn't the case for Julie, but it might be for some of you. Oh, I know it is for a lot of you because I hear from you and God, I can't even imagine that either. <laughs> if you guys have been following me for a while, you know that my mother, my, both my parents had MBAs. My mother was a stockbroker, one of the only women, no, well, definitely one of the only women in the 50s or 60s um, taking that path. And she worked for a while and then quit and stayed home with my sister and me. And um, I, I can't imagine not being supported for having the priorities that she ended up choosing and that I chose from day one, not supported by my parents. And that's coming from somebody who, who did it all. Um, so I, I feel very, very fortunate uh, in that respect. And I feel terrible for people whose parents don't get it and have actually moved them away from quote unquote, a simple life toward this bigger um, goal that often those big goals will, well, usually will conflict with your desire to have a simple family life. So it's, it's a conundrum for sure. And I just wanted to read that. I didn't want that to just pass me by without sharing it with you all. So that's it. That's all I've got for today. See you next time.